0: Chapter 7 of The Boy Scout's First Campfire. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Boy Scout's First Campfire by Herbert Carter. Chapter 7 Smithy Did It. Oh, would you look at him waltzing cried giraffe? He's turning around and around like a real dancing bear echoed steppen and Then still feeling a little malicious toward poor bumpus whom he really believed was hiding his precious compass Just to annoy him he could not help adding he feels so good because he sees his dinner all ready for him under the flap of that tent there That brought out another whoop from bumpus who felt impelled to raise his head once more Even though it gave him renewed pain. Oh Now I know what it all means It was Smithy who uttered this cry and drew the attention of all his chums Toward the tree where the boy in the borrowed pajamas sat astride a limb just like all the rest and which he had certainly never stopped to brush off with his handkerchief before occupying either. Have you seen the beast before, Smithy? asked the scoutmaster, ceasing his little rackety waltz, which caused the bear to once more stand at attention, waiting for the piece of bread that usually came after he had performed his little trick, and still sniffing hungrily around this way and that. That's what I have, Thad. Replied the other eagerly why he came past our house only a few days ago and gave us quite a performance I made friends with him too and the man let me even give him some bread. I brought out Sure he did and glad in the bargain to have some fella help keep his show bear Alan remarked half laughing still Hey Smithy suppose you climb down right now then and renew your acquaintance with the ugly old pirate sang out davy jones and There's half a loaf of that stale bread wrapped in newspaper Left right where you can put your hand on it inside the tent where bumpus is kicking his last You're welcome to feed it to the bear smithy It was Stepan who made this magnificent announcement How easy it was to think up things for someone else to do while he clung to his safe anchorage up there among the branches of the beech tree only half a loaf remember put in the cautious and always hungry giraffe. We don't want to run short too early in the game, and there's a lot of meals to be looked after yet. Somebody's got to do something, that's sure, remarked Bob White. This night air is some cool to a fellow with my warm southern blood, and I give you my word, sir, I'm beginning to shiver right now. And if we don't think up some way to coax the beast to get out, declared Stephen, Gravely, why, just as like as not, he'll eat up everything we've got, and then go to sleep in our blankets, with us hanging around here like a lot of ripe plums. Let Davy do it, remarked Thad, for that was an expression often used among the boys, Davy being such a spry chap, and usually so willing. But he at once set up a determined protest. Now I would, believe me, boys, if I only knew the gentleman, which I don't, never having been properly introduced. Must have been out of town when he gave his little show the other day. So I respectfully but firmly decline the honor you want to pay me. Now it's sure up to Smithy to get busy and make up with his old chum again. Here's his chance to win immortal glory and the thanks of the whole Silver Fox patrol as well. Smithy, it's your move. The delicate boy was pale before, but he turned even whiter now as he looked in the direction of Thad. Perhaps I might coax him to be good and get a chance to whip the end of that long chain around a tree, he said, in a voice he tried in vain to keep from trembling. Thad hardly knew what to say He understood that animals never forget an enemy or one who's been good to them an Elephant in captivity has been known to bear a grudge for several years Until a good chance came to pay his debt Now Smithy said he had fed the traveling bear at the time it danced for his amusement Doubtless then it might recollect him and would be less inclined to show any vicious temper if he approached than should a stranger try to take hold of the trailing chain you said you had fed him didn't you smithy he asked yes with half a loaf of good bread and i would have gone after more only just at that minute my mother happened to come to the window and became so frightened at seeing me near the bear she called to me to come in the house but i shook hands with him before i went the last proudly as though he wanted the boys to know he was not the milksop they sometimes had imagined in the past and do you think he would remember you continued Thad only half convinced that he ought to let the other take the risk though there really seemed no other way out of the difficulty that promised one half his good chances oh I'm sure he would he acted so very friendly please let me try it Thad I really want to. And see, I'm not afraid at all. Only I do wish I had my shoes on, for the hard ground hurts my feet. I never went barefooted before in all my life. Oh, let him try the trick, Thad, called out Davy. I'm getting cold, too. This here private box is full of drafts, you see, and my attire is so very airy. Blankets are what I want most right now give smithy a chance to show what he can do in the wild beast taming line it'll sure be the making of him echoed Stepin cheerfully from his perch but perhaps a quarter of a loaf would do just as well i'd try it on him if i was you smithy suggested giraffe who groaned to think of all that good food being wasted on a miserable traveling show bear that had strayed into camp all right if you feel confident smithy said thad but watch him close, and if he makes a move as if he wanted to grab you shin out for the tree again We'll all stand by Ready to give a yell so as to scare him off Bumpus was staring at all this amazing procedure Slowly the fact had begun to filter through the rather sluggish brain of the fat boy That after all fate had not decided to offer him as a tempting bait to whet the appetite of a bear he even began to pluck up a little bit of hope that smithy might succeed in chaining the ugly old terror to a tree and thus saving his bumpus life When the delicate boy started to scramble down out of his leafy bower The others tried to encourage him in various ways good boy smithy cooed Stefan You've certainly got more grit than any fellow in the bunch and I take my hat off to you, sir cried the southern boy Making a movement with his hand as if in salute Try the quarter loaf Smithy you'll find it just where step said inside the tent where bumpus is hanging out giraffe called only halfway out corrected that party and Then ducked his head as he saw that his voice had attracted the attention of the bear so Smithy dropped to the ground Thad saw that he was fearfully white about the face and was half tempted to recall him But had an idea smithy would refuse to obey Now that he had resolved to prove his valor Which must have been more or less doubted in the past? the tall slim boy Started walking toward the tent where bumpus was confined unable to go or come so tightly had he become wedged under the canvas they saw the bear had become greatly interested. Watching the movements of the boy in the borrowed pajamas, he made some sort of pitiful sound that was not unlike a groan. Evidently, meal times had been a long ways apart lately for Bruin, but he seemed to understand that the boy had gone to secure him something. The short forelegs began to beat imaginary time, and the bear started to again tread that queer measure. Turning slowly around and around as he continued to follow out the line of discipline To which he had been brought up he was really begging for something to stay the pangs of hunger Meanwhile Smithy though doubtless shivering like a leaf Had reached the open flap of the tent Passing inside his eyes quickly found the half loaf of bread wrapped in a newspaper and seizing it he tore the cover away after which he once more appeared in view as He now advanced slowly yet eagerly in the direction of the dancing bear He held out the bait and began to softly call Just as he had heard one of the two keepers of the bear do bumpus bumpus good boy here supper for bumpus Hey quick, calling him by my name said the fat boy Indignation even making him forget his recent fear But smithy paid not the least attention to him he was advancing repeating the name over and over and Trying the best he knew how to speak in tones Resembling the thick voice of the man who had held the chain at the time the animal danced for him So he presently came close to the bear which had now ceased dancing and was thrusting out his nose toward the coveted bread while making a queer noise Not a fellow among the scouts moved so much as a little finger every eye was glued on the form of smithy and Doubtless more than one of them really wondered while thus holding his breath in suspense If the starving beast would actually seize upon the boy who came offering gifts. Oh He took it gasped steppin and It was the whole of that half loaf, too added giraffe with a sigh of regret The chain quick smithy. There's a small tree right by you that ought to hold him. That's the way Hoorah for you smithy He's done it boys And you can drop down now without being afraid and Thad followed the words by allowing himself to leave the branches of his tree landing softly on the ground loud shouts attested to the delight of the other prisoners when the delicate and pampered boy snatched up the end of the long and strong chain bringing it around the tree thad mentioned and apparently locking it securely after which Smithy staggered away from the spot and sank down upon the ground trembling and weak from the great nervous strain under which he had been laboring the shouts turned into cheers, and Smithy's name was given three and a tiger, so that the racket made even the hungry bear look wonderingly at the fantastic group that took hold of hands and danced around the hero of the hour. End of chapter Seven.